1: This is another money show. Get set for another hour of the latest financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Jr. and Anthony are committed to helping more Americans like you optimize their income, reduce their tax risk, and reach financial freedom. So let's start the show. Here are your hosts, Anthony Correo and Jr. Rochford.
2: Here we are, your hosts, Anthony Correo and J.R. Rochford taking a break from our day-to-day as financial advisors with Rochford & Associates, a fully independent, fourth-generation family office right here in the Greater Phoenix area. To bring you information you may not hear on those other financial talk shows, we're aware the last thing you need is another money show, but we appreciate you being here. And uh, starting off with Merry Christmas, I keep forgetting that we're so close and that that's how we're... You know, we're pre-recording on the 20th, and I still haven't started my shopping, so I should probably get on that because this will air right before we all get to celebrate again. Do you get your shopping done, Jay?
3: No, I don't shop. Do you know how shopping works when you're married? Let me explain it to you real quick because you do not. You've never been married. So how it works is I only have to shop for one person. I have to shop for the spouse, and then the spouse shops for you and Jay and everybody else. So that's how it works. And since the spouse has been laid up for three weeks and three days now, it's, uh, yeah, everything's kind of up in the air. So I told you, I'm glad two or three years ago, you learned that Santa Claus does not really exist because you ain't getting, you're not getting (laughs) a gift. So I'm glad that we had that discussion and that talk. Next week is the birds and the bees. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So um, no, I haven't started shopping. I'm not good at it. And I'm sitting with your mom, you know, for hours on end during the week and I just haven't had time. You know what I should do? Jay is on Christmas break from school. I should give him a list and have him shop.
2: Yeah, good luck with that.
3: (laughs) Right, right. He's 19. So yeah, I mean, by the time you hear this, Merry Christmas. No, wait, you're going to hear this on Saturday. I don't even know what date is. Yeah, today today is Wednesday the 20th. Christmas is Monday, right? Christmas is Monday, yes. So you're yeah. going to hear this on the 23rd. So pre-Merry Christmas. And then we'll say Merry Christmas for real during the next episode.
2: Or I'll just keep saying it for like five episodes like I did for Thanksgiving because I had no no sense of a timeline after that.
3: Yes. And you know what? Remember how I tried to be the kinder, gentler JR around the Thanksgiving episode and it failed miserably? Well, it didn't fail miserably because I kept saying I'm going to be nice. So I'm going to do that with Christmas too. So
2: yeah, I we do, should stop pretending and just say what you want to say. Especially right. if you know you're not going to.
3: How about this? North Korea shot a ballistic missile. They did another <laughs> test. 250-mile ballistic missile on Sunday, the 17th of December. That didn't make it to the mainstream media. So I kind of look at it like, what's the dude's name? Kim Jong-un or Duo or Duwe or whatever. So that guy is testing out, giving Christmas presents to Hawaii and California and other states, I think.
2: So As there, if Hawaii didn't have enough going on. Has uh, the globalist state taken over all that land yet or uh, what's happening there? I
3: think it's going to be slow. I mean, they have to rebuild. They have to make things a little more fireproof. They have some work to do. But, so and right, then, where do you build uh,
2: better? It'll be fine.
3: Build back better. So we found out that China has been uh, getting a little pause into the water treatment facilities in Hawaii. So a lot going on. And by the way, my advice to you, if you do receive a Christmas present, can we say that? Do I have to say holiday gift from... No, Ken nobody John makes o- that an issue. Nobody makes Oh, that I'm it. going it's to... think that's an issue. I'm about it. It's not an issue. <laughs> I'm going to complain away, about it every year because it gets it. people like you going. So happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, all that. But anyway, um, so if you get a gift from North Korea, don't <laughs> open it. There, Here's some financial advice for you. Send it back. So... All right, now I feel like I'm in the Christmas Spears. Do you want to move on? You want to know more from me? You know what this should lead us right into? I brought up last week, I brought up the film on Netflix currently that I guess it's really growing legs. A lot of people are seeing it. What is it called? Leave the world behind. Leave the world behind. And by the way, uh, be careful when you look up that when you're doing an internet search because, it, it, yeah, if you do something about the behind, you'll get, yeah, you might get a different result. Anyway, the movie okay. leave right. The movie Leave the World Behind, fascinating. You and I both watched it. We talked a little bit about it. Do you want my thoughts first? Years? Let's do yours because then I can poke holes in everything you say about it. No, no. We're
2: going to start with yours so I can poke holes because you're going to want to talk about the end of the world aspect. I want to talk about you know the main character is a money manager. And there were some bits that he said that really resonated with me. So that's, I'm going to, like most of our show, you're going to talk about the end of the world and I'm going to make it financial.
3: It's so funny because I can't argue with that at all. I mean, I can't (laughs) pick up on what he did for a living. I just didn't care. I mean, I don't give a crap if he's a dog catcher. When the scenario plays out, and it will, we all know that at this point, when the scenario plays out, I don't care what he does. But that's fascinating because we are so different. It, It is true. You would pick up on that more strongly. I would pick on, it was at one hour and seven minutes. I know you gave me the timestamp where, and I won't give away too much of the movie because I do think everybody in this country needs to see it. And by the way, the reviews, mostly horrible. There are yeah, a lot of... cares about, about the reviews. That they matter. do. They do. That's why IMBD is such a big site. They do care. You I don't give care. Spoilers. Tell me about the
2: movie. What do you think about it? Tell me what's I happening, what's going on, why you care.
3: I think there are two very, uh, Jim put on the screen, The Shining got bad reviews too. What? Wow. How can The Shining get bad reviews? Hey, I mean, that makes make sense. Get like, first- an hour You're show, like. not six hours. Bring I, it back. Don't, don't do that to me. This is our Christmas episode. I can do whatever I want. So back to the movie. And by the way, uh, The Die Hard, you know, I know you guys hammer that out. Definitely The Shining is a Christmas movie. Beautiful chalet, wintertime, the beautiful snow. I love that movie. So anyway, um, back to Leave the Worlds Behind. <laughs> um, <laughs> the the one part that you want to get to, I'll, I'll save that for you. But the part I wanted to get to in an hour and seven minutes, pause it there. It It is about the end of the world. It gives you a list. The main character or one of them, what's her name? Julia Roberts, you know, the pretty woman. She, <laughs> she gives a list. She says you need to have a hand crank radio. She's, she doesn't know the, the name for it. I think the name brand is Life Straw. but she says you need one of those things to purify dirty water. She needs, she, you need to fill your bathtub with water. You need extra batteries, Tylenol and a generator. I have been saying these things and many more for how many years, Anthony? I mean, you've been in the office for five and a half years. Next term will be six years. I've been saying it for at least 10 to 15 years before that. But I'm a Boy Scout. I think if you have it, you don't need it. So what? If you need it, you don't have it. You have a problem. So I I think there are some messages in that movie. I know it is coming out as presumably fiction. I can tell you right now, this world, this country, we are on edge. We, we, there are potential pitfalls. And if you don't have those items, I got news for you. If we had any kind of a cyber attack or a power grid failure, you ain't gonna get them. The whole theme of this show is we want you prepared, not scared. We want you proactive, not reactive. You know how you become unscared? You get prepared. So that movie... And back to the reviews for one second. They they were really, really negative. And I do read them. I want to see what people are thinking. But I started thinking these are a bunch of plants. Because this movie... I, I think when people see enough bad reviews, they're like, oh, I got to see that. I'm going to make up my own mind. You know, the law of scarcity. And you know I'm not like these people... The movie was wonderful. The bad reviews, they talked about how crappy the ending was. Well, I can tell you why the ending's crappy to these people. It, it clearly is setting you up for a, a sequel. It's clearly setting you up for a part two. That Tons of movies do that. Get over yourself. The movie was incredible. And by the way, and I know we don't need to get into this too far, but you, you, know, you and I and Jim just watched the preview for the uh, sequel. I believe it's called Civil War. Coming out in like sure April. Sequel though, it doesn't have any
2: of the same <laughs> characters. It doesn't tie anything. Together.
3: Well, no, they're dead. Of course, it doesn't have the same characters. <laughs> they're all dead. They're gonna get, they're gonna show dead people at the beginning and then go right into civil war. No, I and I don't know. We I
2: was different told- studios making it. It's not. It's just coincidence though that there are. Well, it's probably not a coincidence. A lot of movies come in pairs. But it is. I mean, you haven't even said really what the movie is about or what happens in it or why we're talking about it.
3: Well, I can't give any spoilers. What? People are going to watch it. They already know. End of the
2: world type movie.
3: <laughs> no, it's not. It's a financial movie. <laughs> okay, just tell me Tell me about the part you thought was important. Let's go financial. Well, the only, you got to talk about the movie.
2: Otherwise, none of this really makes sense. So in this movie, essentially what happens is communication shut down, TVs go out, power goes out, all that fun stuff. And everybody is kind of left to chaos and they're kind of in this smaller town in Long Island or somewhere like that so they've got the characters um they're just completely oblivious they've got Kevin Bacon in this movie who plays the the uh, prepper you know. so they have to have that conversation in a scene about why this is going on and how he can't protect everybody he's got to look out for himself and if they were smart they would have done the same thing so You know when gr talks about the 10 pillars and how all this stuff could end out and you know we could have a civil war in this country this is kind of the here's how things could play out that's the the whole basis of the movie but for the financial aspect so a lot of it ties together with one of the characters thinking he has some idea of what's going on because he manages money for very, very 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 rich people And said that they've given clues about how things are going to go bad. And the jokes about, you know, the cabal running everything. And he says, because again, I'm I'm looking at a lot of this from a financial aspect. But he says something along the lines of, some of my smartest clients have lost a lot of money. Because they base choices and preconceived beliefs instead of the truth. And I think that's a lot of what we try to accomplish on this show. A lot of people just follow patterns. Talk about being different from the other radio shows. If you listen to the other financial shows, I feel like they all say the same thing. They say it slightly differently and try to entertain in a different way. But they're all saying the exact same thing. I don't think anybody out there is telling you that you should have life straws and pay down debt and maybe store up some hard assets, food and water kind of thing and talking about how if you're going to invest in gold, make it an asset and not ability because that's not really going to help you. Um... So, that, I don't know, that resonated with me. Did you miss that part entirely?
3: I didn't miss it at all. I mean, I I focused on that movie because I think it's a social phenomenon. I think that movie's grown legs already and it's going to continue to do so. And I think it's absolutely wonderful because it's going to stir up conversations. If I think we end up this country with, with Venezuela, if we end up with a civil war and we end up with hyperinflation and a, a changed dollar and all this stuff, eh, eh, I mean, you you better be doing everything you can to be better off than most people. If we had an EMP or a solar flare in this country, people are going to panic. You're not going to want to leave your house. She says in the movie, fill the bathtubs with water. I've said that for a long time. You can even go on some of these websites and buy something called a water bob. It's a water bladder and you can fill the tub with that. So, I mean, it, I just, you know, and when they talk about the financial stuff, it was a very quick part of the movie so a lot of people will not pick up on it but no I did and it it's I just I think the main thing about this movie I think it's really it's gonna get people saying people like me are crazy this will never happen but they're gonna be exposed to it and I think that's a good thing by the way when you talk about you know putting away batteries and all that stuff I agree with that I gave more thought to something I've been saying for years when I when I heard that list and I stopped the movie and thought about it for a minute. You know, when people buy gold and silver, they think that's their answer. It, it, it may be. I mean, if you have the means to buy gold and silver, have a good time. You know, it's beautiful. It's shiny. It's cool to collect. But I think gold and silver, if we had a collapse of our systems, like this movie is basically heading toward, I don't think gold and silver is going to do squat for you. When we rebuild... It's a store of wealth. I mean, when we go back to a barter system of actual hard currency, it'll be great. You know what you're going to need? You're going to need to be able to stay in your home. You're going to need a HEPA air filter in case there's radiation. You are going to need water. You're going to need a food source. Call Marcy, talk about a target. You're going to need MREs and number 10 cans. You know what I think you're going to need when you get to venture out of your house? Barter ability. You're going to need guns and ammo. Ooh, there I said it, so we're going to be censored. You need hard assets... Gold and silver, if you have guns and ammo, you can take some of his gold and silver. If you have gold and silver, you can't buy some of his guns and ammo. So think about that. I've been saying for a long time, even if you don't smoke or drink, it's not a bad idea to have $500 or $1,000 worth of these little mini bottles from Total Wine and more or Bevmo for barter. You know, uh, what do you, if I'm a pack a day smoker for 20 years and I can't get a cigarette for the next week or two, I'll give you some of my gold and silver. For a cigarette or a pack of cigarettes. So you got to think about all this stuff. Is that too
2: much? One more thing he said. And this one kind of resonates with me too. Because I know you got you get on me a little bit for this. Because of my approach to handling finances. Because you're right. I wasn't here in 2008. I wasn't here in the dot-com bubble. But you were. And you got to see it. So I do have a hard time picture. Even though I'm just like you. I'm still trying to plan people for them. I just... I'm not taking in as severe as it may be because i haven't lived it and you're you're very right for calling me out on that but there's another or so that same scene he goes and says um so julia roberts asks you know if it's maddening that people aren't listening to him because he's seeing these things you see the truth and trying to help people handle their finances through it and he says the scary ones though are the ones who don't learn even after they lose lots and i mean lots of money Nothing frightens me more than a person willing or unwilling unwilling to learn, even at their own expense. Is that something you think you've seen? Are you seeing the same patterns in people from the dot com bubble from two thousand eight to right now, when we think we're on the brink of something potentially worse from a financial standpoint? Let alone the whole. Civil War and everything else going on, but just finances in general, is that something of course. you're seeing but,
3: too? Yeah, of course, because people, they they don't learn. They don't learn from history. They don't even want to know about history. They want to watch The mass Singer. You know, it's funny. And a big, huge part of that problem is us, meaning our industry. We've been taught that there's a game that people are playing with money and there are rules. The the What do we do when we help financial planning? Number one, date of birth. If you're 20, it's different investing than if you're 80. So we take your date of birth, then we look at your income, your axes, your—I'm sorry, your assets, your tax bracket. Then we help you ascertain your risk tolerance. Everybody's a 10 until things are going down, and then all of a sudden the tens become threes. I have lived that. You are right, and I'm going to see it again. I think you're going to see the dot com bubble, and a plane hit a building, and 2008 all rolled into one. I think the next correction, because you know what, these bubbles, the bigger they get, the harder they fall. I guess I missed, mixed two different things. It, it, it's going to, you know, we're in a boom, bust, boom world. You, One of your favorite movies, as I remember, was Boom, Bust, Boom. It, 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 that's our world. That's our country. That's our society. That's our financial system. And this next correction should be a doozy if you look at history. So, I think our industry is doing more harm than good. We're still playing by the rules pre-20 years ago. Does that, does that make sense? We're telling you, based on your age, based on your income, based on your assets, that's how we're going to invest for you. I think the gorilla in the room, sorry Harambe, no offense, I think the gorilla in the room is the world around you. None of the rules that you played by are going to matter if we go into a civil war. And I know this isn't a political show, but I'm going to interject one quick political thing. I heard last night or early this morning, they're taking Trump off of the ballot for 2020-24 in the state of Colorado using the 14th Amendment. Which and And I dug it out and read it. It's not applicable in this case, but let's say it is. That's a very, very dangerous precedence. I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on. Maybe next time they're going to remove Biden. Maybe they're going to do that before the election, too. I mean, so this country is, is definitely-
2: president? What's going on? Because they, they said because of the indictment they weren't going to, but how does that-
3: Because he caused the insurrection. Because he, and and by the way, I mean, he did say to march peacefully, I'm not defending it. I, I don't want to get into this. That'll take me down the political road. road. I'll do that individually with people if they wish. I'm just, they're removing him- because basically, it's, he's treasonous. He's traitorous. He, he caused an insurrection. So he doesn't deserve to be on the ballot. Baloney. Let the voters decide that. You already know a big chunk of the country doesn't like him. So they're not going to vote for him. Let people decide this. We are not a dictatorship in this country. We're not a democracy. A lot of people think we're a democratic. We are a republic. We're a democratic republic. We, these people represent us. Let the people decide who they want to lead them. But and I I just I think it's a slippery slope. I think if you remove somebody on a ballot, then why can't we remove more? Why can't the people that make the most noise remove everybody from a particular aisle that they want? So I I don't know. I mean, I and I know I really could go down the political road. I don't want along those
2: lines. And this is more political. But back to that movie because I did I did really enjoy the movie. There was another scene where he's talking to Julia Roberts and he says that, you know, everybody talks about this new world order and how everybody's organized and there's this cabal and plan. And he's like, he's like, I think it's much simpler than that. And I think that part's even scarier is that there isn't. And there's, there's a lot of people fighting for power, but it is pure chaos because there is no plan. There is no overall group trying to take over. This is...
3: Yeah, that's our Schwab. You have Klaus Schwab. You need to send an email over to Anthony Carreo in Sun City. Bilderberg but I don't travel. know.
2: Because I, I kind of think about that too when you talk about the conspiracy theories and stuff like that. It was just like the thought of everybody getting along to try to push this new world order kind of
3: stuff. Like There's going you know, to like five of them, Anthony. Who, who's everybody? Look, look up Klaus Schwab. Start reading about him. Read about who, who he hangs around with. You're telling me you don't see a pattern.
2: You're telling me that there's no other powerful people out there that don't agree with anything he says.
3: Yeah, yeah, here's one. They just took one off the ballot. Yes, there (laughs) are people that disagree and see things differently and they're going to silence them. You know, I'm pissed off about something. We love YouTube. By the way, check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash another money show, like and subscribe. You know the drill. So my I'll call him a friend. Dave Hodges was one of my number one go to sources on YouTube for all things geopolitical, U.S., everything, and it was it was very much a political slant, so brace yourselves, but it, it very much led into finances. They deplatformed him a few weeks back, you know, and by by default, you know what they did? They made me go over and look into a site called Rumble, which I was not on. You know, sometimes if you silence the voices that you don't want to hear, and they get together somewhere else. You're just going to drive away your own client basically They're going to go over there. So be careful for what you wish for on a bunch of different levels. But no, there are people that think that there really is a one world order coming. And look at Europe. Look at this country right now. Do you think it's okay? Just a yes or no. I, we don't need it. This is going political again. Do you think it's okay the way the borders are being run right now? Do you think that this is going to change the landscape in the future for you? Do you think it's going to affect our finances? We've talked about it. Do you think there's any chance that if we brought 20 million people in this country, it would change the way people vote? You give them free stuff and you say, we do want to register you as this kind of a voter. Do you think that could happen? Is that all conspiracy theory? I mean, do you think the country's broke? Do you, do you think, and, you know, last week I, I brought up the fact broke, that-
2: And I know there's an issue at the borders.
3: Yeah, I mean, but do you think it's intentional? Do You cannot do what you're doing on a bunch of different levels in this country- you cannot do all the stuff we're seeing without it being intentional. There could be some stupidity for a short period of time. And then it gets just where it's like, oh, come on. If you don't believe that I'm right, then we're going to have a civil war and end up split up as a nation. And it's going to be a down certain lines. It's going to be primarily red and blue lines. It's going to be conservative versus not. It's going to be pro-amendment versus not, pro-abortion versus not, black versus white, has versus have nots, gay versus straight. Come on. If you still think I'm crazy, you're just not reading you're not researching enough to know this country is dying. I brought up just a week ago that the uh, debt clock spun again. Now we're at, we were at 33.8 trillion last week. I looked in on it this morning just to make sure I'm right on this. Guess what it said this morning? 33.9 trillion. You sent me an article. Brilliant. By the way, I, the favorite, my most favorite thing you sent me was today on derivatives. If we have time to get to the big three with their derivatives, holy cow. And the list of stories to the left of that article, we, we don't have to ever prepare for another radio show. We just have to have that list and open those articles because I got sidetracked with my OCD and ADD and all my ridiculousness. I mean, oh my gosh. Oh, by the way, it's Christmas coming up. So I, we hope you have a Merry Christmas. If you go on to Amazon, they have something called an EMP shield. You can get one for your automobile and it keeps your vehicle protected from EMPs, for a mere 399 if you want a whole home EMP shield, it's about $700. You can go on Costco. Did you know that Costco sells gold bars? Have you heard that, Anthony? Yeah,
2: they've been doing that for a while now.
3: Yeah, but don't you find that very... Th- there's another Costco thing sells everything,
2: so I don't they know they why do? that one's been a Well,
3: they never sold gold until recently. I... I Come on. They know there's a lot of people like me that think the dollar is not going to exist. And I think it's within two years. So they're out.
2: Capitalists. They know they have a market.
3: Of for course you. they are. They're I'm not really saying good. their motives. Of course they want to make a profit. They sell tires. They sell everything. You're right. But I just find it odd that they added gold. I looked into the rules on it. It's non-refundable. Okay, good. I'm probably not going to sell it back to you. you. There's a limit of two... 10-ounce bars per membership, but you can only buy one at a time. You can buy one, and then you have to wait seven days before you can buy the second one. And then you have to stop buying through them. So they're rationing, when when was that capital? You should say, buy them all. If you're Bill Gates and you want one-ounce gold bars from Costco, buy every one we have. But they're they're rationing it. I don't know. They, you know, for years, they've sold the buckets, the 72-hour food buckets. I highly recommend you get a couple of those, by the way. They're stackable. They can sit in the corner of your kitchen stackably. So, and then if you, you could put a skirt over them and make them look like a snowman or a Christmas tree if you want to. I'm, t- I'm trying to make this timely Anthony. I just think if you put all of the dots together and if you listen to every one of our episodes starting, I believe it was March or April a year. So we're almost two years, by the way. If you listen to all our episodes, we've given you every single thing you need to know to not be surprised when the movie, the world, you know, leave the world behind actually happens. You will be way better off to get through some of this stuff. If you've listened to us, you're going to have food, you're going to have water, you're going to have alcohol, you're going to have tobacco, you're going to have all kinds of stuff. And then the number one thing, make sure you have a team. There's safety in numbers. Make sure you know a bunch of other people. So, And if you need our help, one person, one couple, one family at a time on how to do, because it's overwhelming. I get that. And I said last week, we're not a good fit for everybody. We will sit with you and talk about Roth conversions. You you can tell us not to tell you any end of the world stuff when we sit down together and we'll be glad to honor your wishes. Reach out to us, 623-523-0444, or email us, team at anothermoneyshow.com.
1: This is Another Money Show, except this one's different. This one's actually fun. At Rochford and Associates, we know the road to financial freedom is not a straight path, and the journey is different for every family. And in times like these, we want you to feel confident that you're safely on track to meet your retirement goals.
3: We want to ask you to prepare for economic chaos. We want you to prepare for bank volatility. We want you to ensure and protect your assets with a smart plan.
1: Our team can help you make the most of your hard-earned savings using strategies that are right
3: for you. I want more people to sit down with us. When we talk about a financial plan, it's different for every person we meet. We tailor make our plans. Schedule
1: your no obligation consultation today by calling 623-523-0444. That's 623-523-0444. Rochford and Associates, veteran owned and proud to serve Americans like you.
4: Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Another Money Show. On behalf of the entire Retirement.Radio Network crew, we wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. And as we approach the end of 2023, we need to pass along an important end-of-the-year reminder. Required minimum distributions, it's important to remember that the deadline for taking your RDMs is quickly approaching, and that date is December 31st. Jr. and Anthony do this proactively with all of their clients to help them plan any annual distributions In an efficient manner Missing the deadline could result in significant penalties So be sure to mark your calendars And prioritize the important financial task Before it's too late Required minimum distributions From employer-based retirement plans And traditional individual retirement accounts IRAs will be due on December 31st For most people, 73 and older Avoiding holiday scams Let's discuss that for a second Don't let the Grinch steal your holiday cheer And more importantly, your hard-earned money According to a 2023 AARP Fraud Watch Network report, about 80% of U.S. consumers have experienced or been targeted by at least one form of fraud that can be tied to the holidays, including requests from charities, online shopping scams, and fraudulent communications about shipping problems. Now, most scams are variations on everyday fraud, ramped up to match seasonal spikes in spending and web traffic, and not surprisingly, they often center on shopping, especially online. Scammers can create fake ads that link to realistic looking websites, but they're nothing more than vehicles to harvest your credit card numbers or other personal data. Fraud involving drained gift cards also shifts into high gear as well. So here are some scams to look out for. Charity scams, delivery scams, and travel scams. Some of the warning signs, huge discounts on hot gift items, especially when touted on social media posts or unfamiliar websites. Spelling errors or shoddy grammar on a shopping website or in an email or text. An unsolicited email that asked you to click on a link, download an app to access a deal or arrange a delivery. Uh Uh-uh, another big no-no. Pressure from a charity fundraiser to donate right away. Another red flag. That's a no-go too. So how do you protect yourself? Well, rather than clicking on a link from an email or a text to a hot deal, Go to your web browser and type in the web address of the company purportedly offering said great deal. Pay by credit card. This is a good way you can dispute charges and limit the damage if the transaction wasn't fraudulent. Buy gift cards online directly from the issuing business instead of from a retail rack where the cards can be tampered with. Avoid conducting shopping while connected to a public Wi-Fi network unless you, say, use a virtual private network. Pushy charities could also be an indicator that the cause is bogus. Legitimate charities will accept your donations on your own timeline. Remember that. And finally, anytime you're prompted to make a purchase or a donation by wire transfer or gift card, it's a scam. If you encounter a holiday scam, this is important as well. File a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission online or at 877-382-4357 and report it to your state's Attorney General and Consumer Protection office. Well, before we get into the second half of that other money show, we do want to send along another reminder about our free financial reports. Tradable is discussing the bank failures from earlier this year, the Secure Act 2.0 and what that means for your retirement, and 23 cost cutters for 2023, all made available to you when you book a free no-obligation consultation with Jr. and Anthony. So give the guys a call, 623-523-0444. Again, 623-523-0444 or reach out via email at team at anothermoneyshow.com. Once again, have a great and safe rest of your holiday season. That's your weekly Another Money Show update. Now back to the guys, Jr. and Anthony, for the continuation of this week's edition of Another Money Show.
1: Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping. And brought me- You're listening to Another Money Show.
3: What else, Anthony? What what else
1: so, do you want to Let's go because
2: another financial movie came out on Netflix. So Leave the World Behind and then you can swap over for that feel-good film after called Bank of Dave. Did you watch that? You didn't see the trailer? I sent you some info on it.
3: I didn't have time yet. I will watch it. I think I can do it tonight. I'll go visit your mom and then I think I can do it tonight.
2: So they took a lot of liberties. I learned that after the fact, but I, I, cause it was based on a true story. I thought it was fascinating, but essentially what it was is a successful businessman in the Northern part of the UK, um, was given loans to community people, um, who needed them because the bank said, turn their back on them. This is, you know, after the, uh, you know, the crash of two thousand eight, which the banks caused. So they destroy the community and then don't do anything to help rebuild. So he was doing loans himself and then trying to start a bank. So it's the story of that. Well turns out well in the in the movie they show him, you know, becoming the bank. Technically he's still yet to have become a bank, but he does own a um was it a loans and loans and services type business. Yes, sir. But it was, I know, it was really fascinating, but I was like, I, I loved that because I wish we could push more of that message with this show because we don't like financial advisors and we can tell you why, so we're trying to be different. He didn't like the banks. They weren't helping his community, so in a much smaller level, he was out there trying to help his community, and can I feel you know, like we tried to do that same thing here.
3: Can you hear- we we only have an hour a week to get out there, and we took this on as sound alarms. We didn't take this on as a sales platform. But we, you know, as much as I am half empty, and you are a quarter empty, it we really do want the world to succeed. I really do. When I when I say I care about you and Jim and Jay more than myself, I'm not lying. I do. I really do. I don't think we're going the right way. I do think we're going to collapse, but then I think we're going to rebuild. And then I think you should have Anthony's bank. I think people should come together and help each other succeed. The world is not big anymore. Al Gore's internet made it so. We need to all be kind to each other. You know, yeah. the, the I mean, everything going on is negative, and I understand that, but I still, I'm, I'm short-term, extremely pessimistic. I'm long-term optimistic. I really, really am. I know people that hear me week after week probably have trouble believing that. It is the truth. I still think people are good, mostly, by their nature so but
2: i think that's i mean when you talk civil war and stuff like that again kind of strange for a money show but you got to see these outlets these media outlets the people they're they're trying to get you polarized like you like getting riled up about this but somebody you talk about these people behind the scenes like you don't think that's a symptom like why can't we focus on everybody's just trying to tear us apart like why can't we just come together as a community I would know, love that, but I, yeah. that. Am I allowed to say "Merry Christmas" anymore? Like, who's actually out there telling you you can't say "Merry Christmas" anymore, or is it a perceived? Yeah, that's playground. That you
3: know, people, people care less. It was a big issue fifteen years ago, and now people it are really like, was
2: it the then too. That's the thing because you have one news story, and then it gets blown out of proportion, and then everybody.
3: No, it was. It was. I remember my father getting into it with a couple people because he thought it was absolutely ridiculous that it was a thing. No, it was. It was a bigger thing than. I mean, you know, again, I mean, I, I've been in this job a lot longer than you. I remember I've seen things come and go that were a bigger thing. Um, no,
2: I believe it. You're right. And there's there's stuff I've missed. I just I think it everything comes down to personal choice, personal responsibility. You got to see what's going on. Right. The whole point of the show, education. Here's stuff you may not know. We may not learn on those other <laughs> financial shows. Uh, but it's, you know, what do you do with that information? And how do you do that in a positive light for Christmas? doing a positive life for christmas
3: holiday and for me and I <laughs> add a different dimension I add get riled up y- you're like common sense you're an engineer you're like do this this and this and you'll have a happier life and you can you know rest assured I'm like wake up people i, I give you right so we are good and it's combination it's combination it's both yes it's both and and either one is right and has its own merit Maybe life isn't as black and white as we think. Maybe it's great. Maybe you should take some Anthony, take some Jr., take two JRs in the morning. Um, so, <laughs> I, I can. I want to say one more thing because we had we had friends slash clients. We have we have newer clients that came to us directly because of the radio show. They'll know who I who I'm talking about as soon as they hear this. And he said they liked the movie. They didn't care for the language. They're, you have to understand it going into it, and that's how I feel about most movies. Most movies it's like, yeah, we get it. F this, F that. It it is everywhere. It it in this movie, I didn't notice it as much because the movie was extreme. It feeds right into what I think we're actually gonna live in my lifetime. So I didn't notice it. As I watched it again, I watched, you know, well, most of it again last night. I was like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, these people are right. The the music, the words, it's it's a little you know, it's not family friendly. It's disturbing it's disturbing thought, but also some of the language. You know, I, I feel like it might be somewhat necessary for this movie because this is the end of the world they're talking about. This is leaving the world behind. So, but I do want to to make sure you're warned. So we still have more time. What else do you want to talk about, Anthony? Let's switch gears from movie reviews because we're not Siskel and Ebert, although we kind of look like a You're tall and skinny. I'm short and fat. We're kind of Siskel and Ebert-ish. But what else do you want to talk about?
2: Well, I got all kinds of things. Do you want to talk about? bad financial advice or do you want to talk about other bad financial advice so let me bring this one up because we don't have to spend a ton of time on it but i can't remember if you sent me the article if i sent it to you but it's just the crypto thing right we we i know it's beating a dead horse at this point because we've just been not into it people have made a lot of money bitcoin's shooting up again but i I can't advise clients on it because it doesn't make sense. And the more people try to tell me how much it makes sense, is I can break holes in every of all their arguments. And the one big one is members hearing that it was decentralized and that the government can't access it, and you're you're golden, right? That's what that was do.
3: why it started. Was this like that was the whole You didn't the have whole to tip your Uber driver. You you could stay out of the government's reach when you bought cryptocurrencies. Right? So.
2: Have you heard of Tether? It's a stable coin. Okay, yes. see, I had, an I don't care about any of this stuff anymore because I know as soon as Jamie Dimon releases his <laughs> cryptocurrency and the Fed bows down to J.P. Morgan Chase, then that's going to be the only one that exists. But anyways, a letter from Paulo Arredono. I don't know if I'm saying his. He's the C, uh, CEO of Tether stablecoin. I don't care. He wrote a letter to uh, some senators and representatives. And in this letter, and I will quote, On December 1st, 2023, we launched a wallet-freezing policy designed to significantly enhance the tools available for law enforcement agencies seeking to combat illicit use of stablecoins. How, uh, how well are you out of the system right now when the CEO is writing letters to Congress saying, we're going to help you stop people from moving money?
3: And you know what? The right after that, it said. And by the way, Paulo or Pablo or whatever the heck your name is, I do care. In case you're one of our listeners, you know, I wanna I wanna kiss everybody's butt. Just to keep you listening. No, I don't. So, I don't care. The, that's very cold. Merry Christmas, Paolo. So, um, what I picked up on right after that part, you know, so the the guy at Tether, they're gonna save the world. They're gonna work with the government and stop money laundering and anti-terrorism, drug law, whatever. You know what? He, he said, we're working with the U.S. Secret Service, and now the FBI is joining in. And I thought about that. Going back to my tinfoil hat, conspiracy theory ways, there's a lot of people in this country. You might not know them, Anthony, but once you're like me, you they reach out to you. There's a lot of people in this country that ha- don't have full faith in our government right now. They don't have 100% confidence in the FBI right now. They think that some things are politically driven. They, they so you know what these cryptocurrencies can go the heck away. And uh, we brought up tulips was the original crypto. We brought brought up the pet rock and beanie babies. You don't own anything. Let's you
2: don't the rock. That might actually come in handy at the end of the world. Right? I hope I hope you have saved your pets. I hope your pets are still alive.
3: When we're all so throwing rocks throw them at each other. So mine can have a face on it when I hit you with it. <laughs> so,
2: and the funny thing about conspiracy theories too because it definitely gets thrown around a lot and I wish there was better terminology for it but something I think about a lot too is a few years ago what if I had told you that there was a private island a private sex island for extremely rich people that was with a bunch of minors like you would think oh you're absolutely
3: miners, great. like oh, you... with little lights on their helmet or you yeah mean, exactly that's disgusting but Right, Epstein Island,
2: that's that if you had heard that years ago, it'd be like that's absolutely insane. There's you know, oh, the same oh, things oh. we say about uh, the adrenochrome and all those, like it's it's only crazy till it comes out and then people just kind of accept it, but don't you like oh, if it says list- this crazy, like maybe other crazy things that we never thought could exist also
3: exist. Did you hear the list might actually have a slight chance of being released? There's a court or a judge or something. Ooh. I would love it for that. I hope it's not highly redacted, and all this show is the be oh, like yeah uh, JFK papers
2: that were supposed to be released. Or though, what's the uh, the the other big conspiracy? It's like uh, you know, we've got the war on drugs, right? Drugs are bad, yet the Iran Contra, we were shipping drugs into this country for profit and then feeding them to black neighborhoods
3: we're still like that doing was. that it's called fentanyl it's we're still doing that and by the way you
2: know, look up- that's very much a thing like you'd be like oh it's crazy yeah. our government isn't and then they release it in like oh you know this is what happened but then people just skip over it and so it's like oh i guess do that you- happened
3: anthony i'm sorry to keep stepping on do you realize what you're doing right now you're you. right. you're becoming me again and you haven't done that in a while and i like it no look, all the fat things i
2: do agree i know people are like oh you don't agree with jr and Young or whatever and I was just like no I I do I get it I justify I just I, my approach is different
3: it is different look up something called Fast and Furious when you talk about drugs they've done it with guns Fast and Furious they, they the know, is, what's that no uh, not the, the movie, movie not the That's 10 or whatever not the 10 episodes no. of okay, the man, I'm
2: less interested furious. I think we're going back to movie reviews because <laughs> I will definitely give you my opinion on the Fast and Furious series
3: I don't want I, I didn't I, to hear I have too much of a man curse on Vin Diesel or whoever it is I don't want to hear it um, <laughs> no, but look up, look up. I wonder if Vin Diesel was on the plane over there. So look up Fast and Furious, not the. And uh, look what our government did with guns. So yeah, no, I'm so excited. If that list is released, I think in a free country, if people are doing stupid stuff, especially people that are high up in the country, and they can change what I deal with with inflation and rules and all that, I think we should know. I think we should know these things. So I'm, I'm good. Oh, the public can handle that information. No. Nah. A lot of us can, some can't, and they'll just turn away. They'll turn the channel back to the Mass Singer. I am really mean, the Mass Singer, aren't I? Don't you I think that
2: was kind of what him. the the point was at the end of the movie, too? The little girl finally getting to watch the friends. Yes, like that was
3: just oh, like I just this is spoiling, oh, not dude. spoiling. They're to Kevin Bacon. It. You're already spoiling it, but we exactly. want everybody to see it. So, no, the, no, I thought the ending was so brilliant. It covered. It covered the dumbing down of America. It covered my thinking of being proactive. I mean, as long as you've already spoiled the entire movie, I'll go further. Hopefully, people that are listening to this have already seen it or cover yours right now. It covered its doomsday bunker. It covered everything. It No, that movie was so brilliant. And back they to the review. They fans
2: of Another Money Show. Maybe they had Correct. listened to Another Money Show wherever you like and subscribe to podcasts. Maybe they built this whole movie around you. You're yes, the inspiration, JR.
3: People, give us your reviews of the movie. Let us know if you liked it, because I think a bunch of those people were plants. You know, I know we're probably getting low on time. Can I bring up a couple other different things that are newsworthy without trying to rush through them and you get mad at me? You're, you're so kind and gentle to me today. I want to keep that going. God, go. <laughs> so just a couple things real quick, because I, I'm always trying to find these things that I want people to research... So I'll give you just enough to make sure you research it. Washington State, you know how one of my big pushes is, I think we're going to a universal universal basic income. So on the daily hodl, I just, I think I read it yesterday, Washington State, they have $4 million set aside. Talk about like, you know, cherry picking. You To apply for it, you have to be either 18 to 24 years of age, or you have to be over 60 years of age. There's no work requirements. There's no strings attached. I, you know, Obviously, the first thing I want to know is give me some specifics. It's $800 a month, and it's first come, first serve. $4 million, $800 a month for two years, and then you run out of your stipend. Where's the money from? First thing I'm looking for is COVID. No, this one is public and private funds. It said they're various foundations and nonprofit organizations. Isn't that what we talked about last week? Like, how are you giving $5,000 gift cards to people when they come across the border without being seen? You give them to charities. You do it discreetly and you do it under cover. So I found that really interesting. You know, if you're in Washington state, good news, you might be able to apply for that.
2: But that comes back to if people made enough money, if we were actually paying people and not just bailing out large corporations who are only feeding their own pockets, then we wouldn't have to do any of this stuff.
3: And you and I've been into it. We will we'll do it again. You sent me a text that had a young woman talking about. I don't. I don't know if we have time. Oh to
2: yeah, it. no, I just pulled it up because I'm glad you enjoyed that too. Because this is the I point did. I always like to make, but I just I didn't make it as elegantly. So it's just some woman on TikTok, Instagram, or whatever. But it's just get a better job until Burger King is closed at 7 p.m. because no one wants to work there. It's just. Get a better job until the line at the grocery store is 20 minutes long because the cashiers found freelance work. It's just get a better job until the wait at your favorite restaurant is two to three hours because no one wants to host or serve. It's just get a better job until people actually go get a better job. Then it becomes, why are people so lazy? I think that sums up everything, right? Because it's you want McDonald's, right? So, oh, they don't need to deserve to be paid because they're just High school kids, right? Well, what happens when the kids are in high school? Someone has to work that job. It's a service, it's profitable for a reason because there's a demand because people want it. So if you want it so bad, you should have to pay for it. Ready for me? Yes.
3: Okay. I loved that text. I think the the person's right. I mean, you don't want to pay people, so they don't make enough money to work there. They're not going to work there anymore. They're going to close at seven. Good for our health, by the way. Stop eating at McDonald's and Burger King for Pete's sake. So, but no. And one of my things, there's got to be more to that. This young woman and other people that are completely in line with her, did you vote? I think younger people, if they if they can express their opinion on what they should make as a reasonable living wage, I want you to be accountable for your lives too in a bigger picture. You need to vote. My I feel like it doesn't matter though. I, no, and and they don't. So after the Civil <laughs> War, build, it's a vicious circle. It, all of it is a vicious circle, but you need to vote. You know, I mean, I've heard in the past, you know, the reason everything's so corrupted and and messed up is baby boomers. Oh, for Pete's sake. You sure it couldn't be government endless spending? You know, why do we have inflation? Well, you know, no. Do you think it because we've mismanaged our financial system until it's broken beyond repair? That's what I think. But these, the younger people, and it's not on me anymore. It's on you. So if your priority is to get a living wage for everybody, figure out how you're going to do it. But to do it, you're going to have to get all these people out of the way. So I.
2: So that was when I announced my presidency run for twenty. Would it be twenty eight? Twenty twenty eight. Is it the next one? Yes. Beautiful. I'll be running as an independent or a libertarian, <laughs> maybe Green Party. Oh, uh, well, maybe I'm gonna it pick a different color, an orange. Maybe the orange party. But yeah, I think I'm gonna get that started, and then I can make all these changes. How? I don't know. I don't have the answers for any of this. Oh, wait, no, I take it back. I do. It's back to, you just have to choose not to be so greedy. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, all the greedy people. Jamie Diamond and you're running these banks, you just choose to, you know, be a better person. Because otherwise, I mean, how else do you get the government involved and start forcing it? Well, I don't want the government involved. Government screwed up so much already. Why would I want them to get involved and then to force this stuff upon people like that defeats the purpose? Like you just have to like choose to oh I can better my situation by also bettering other people's situation. If you're a small business owner, 100% I get that it's tough to just raise wages. But if you're Walmart, you can raise wages and people will make more money and then they will come back and they will spend more money at Walmart. That's I mean, how that are going to Target. <laughs> Plus, again, all the real wealth out there doesn't even exist. You talk about Tesla or Elon Musk being worth $125 billion. He's not worth $125 billion. The market not- is approximately valued at $46 trillion, yet the M2 money supply is like $20 trillion. That means the value could never exist because nobody could ever buy it for that much. So if nobody could ever buy it for that much, is it really that valuable? You get
3: that in the past. The, Talking the,
2: about more, okay, I want to touch on one more thing on really bad advice. Not necessarily really bad advice, but we get people all the time about muni bonds because they're safe. Muni bonds are safe. They're tax-free. They've got these benefits. Safe, safe. Yeah, exactly. Legacy Park, I think it's called Bell Park in Mesa. Big venue that went out there. Sports complex. I think I saw uh Punk and Drublick, the No Effects festival out there. But they just wiped out uh, most of the bondholders. Any bondholder that, you know, bought in, they released 280 million in bonds. they just sold recently for 26 million. Of that, 2.4 million and 11% equity goes to those bondholders. So you can preach about how safe things are because in theory they are, but they're not. So I mean, you do you have me to else? we gotta we gotta end this. All
3: right, let me let me bring it back to Christmas, and I'll say goodbye to people. If you're doing your Christmas shopping this weekend, go to L.A. in California and make sure all the gifts you buy are under nine hundred and fifty dollars, because then you can just take them. I understand you know I'm. I'm to make this financial, so shop in Chicago or L.A. Get things that are under nine hundred fifty bucks for your loved ones, and you'll be good. So make sure we gotta go. I know this was this flew by, but make sure you reach out to us, team. At AnotherMoneyshow.com or give us a call 623-523-0444. Check us out on YouTube before we get deplatformed Thank you so much for being here. We always love your comments and feedback. And have a wonderful Christmas. We're- Merry Christmas.
1: Thanks for listening to Another Money Show. You deserve to work with a private wealth management firm that will strategically work to protect your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit anothermoneyshow.com. Investment advisory services offer offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Rochford Financial are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Do you have a vision for
0: what you want your retirement to look like? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. (sighs) Planning for retirement can be overwhelming. A survey from GoBankingRates shows that one-third of Americans don't think they know enough about retirement. And they're probably right. So if you fall into that category, how do you know where to begin? Well, you've got to know where you want to go before you start planning how to get there. That's where having a smart vision for your retirement comes in. Whether you want to be a jet setter during your retirement years, want to take it easy in a quiet cabin in the woods, or start a new adventure by opening your own business, you should set that goal and keep it in mind throughout your working years. Retirement expert Dean Wagensbach said during a recent TED talk.
3: I want to challenge all of us to redefine retirement, away from depart, remove, withdrawal, to a new definition, a blending of pay passion and purpose
0: still retirement looks different for everyone sit down with your spouse and talk about your retirement goals that will make it easier to determine how fiscally responsible you need to be now and how much income you'll need to make it happen after you retire that's right i said income more and more retirees are finding that cash flow is more important than one big nest egg number
1: that's when you want to say hey listen i want to start thinking about all of this accumulation that i've done through these decades of working How do I begin to think about turning what I've saved and what I've accumulated into paychecks after I retire?
0: That's Lee Baker, president of Apex Financial Services, speaking to CNBC. He says annuities are a great option for most retirees to generate an income you can never outlive. That's especially important since life expectancy has grown over the years. So you'll need to plan for a longer period of time than you may think. So do you have a smart vision for your retirement years? That's a key question to consider as you start planning how to get there. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure.